Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. Today, we're going to be breaking down our team grades for the NFC North. My name is Brendan. I'm here with Andrew. Hello. And yeah, like I said, we'll be breaking down the NFC North. First, we got some news right away, some uh, NFL news. Alex Smith has officially retired from the NFL after his amazing comeback season with uh, the Washington football team. Uh, this is, you know, a big for, you know, I guess just football, big moment. Alex mm-hmm. Smith had an amazing career. So, um, you know, thinking back, uh, what what do you think, uh, Andrew, about this, his yeah. retirement? It's, I'm not going to say it's surprising. Uh, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. Just because I, I didn't expect him to last that much longer coming back from that gruesome injury. Yeah. But, you know, overall, just a super fun player to watch. Se- seven years with the 49ers, five with the Chiefs, three with Washington. Um, yeah. I mean, really, there there's not many better stories than than his comeback last year. So I was hoping he might play another year, maybe as a backup. I was thinking Denver. Uh, would be a good spot to land, just kind of compete with Drew Locke, help him out a bit. But uh, that didn't work, and now there's rumors that Denver's going to trade up to get Trey Lance. That's a whole thing. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> crossing that, our fingers. Yeah, crossing, <laughs> crossing my fingers. That means that our mock draft episode, uh, our mock draft would be correct. If you haven't checked that out uh, already, you know, there's a little sneak peek for you. But uh, yeah, it's it's... Kind of, it's a sad day. We've seen a lot of quarterbacks retire: Drew Brees, Philip Rivers, um, you know, some good players like Julian Edelman. So, you know, I I think that Alex Smith is one of those players where he he's I think he still has a career in the NFL. Um, I, I can see yep. him as a quarterback coach just because he's just, I don't know he's one of those players to me that's very knowledgeable um just about about the game as a whole and i i would like to see him you know maybe maybe stick with washington or go to a team like like san francisco and help out as as a coach or you know it's it's sad but you know it's i think the right move for alex smith so yeah i agree uh what do you say we hop right into the teams for the nfc north division Mm -hmm. of course we'll start at the top green bay packers uh, the Packers finished with a 13-3 and record, uh, the same as the previous year. Uh, the Packers also made it to the NFC Championship game for the second year in a row. Uh, they fell to the Super Bowl winners, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. After a controversial draft, the Packers ended their season at the top of their division and Aaron Rodgers winning the MVP. Yeah, uh, definitely controversial draft, I would say. Um, Jordan Love, boy. Jordan, yeah, trading <laughs> up for Jordan Love and drafting yeah. AJ Dillon as well was a very bold move. Uh, I don't think we expected Aaron Rodgers to be <laughs> MVP, but yep. yeah, it's kind of what we expected out of the Packers going into this year or going into this previously year. I would just say the 2020 season. Um, yeah, it, it was kind of like they didn't really improve, but they didn't get much worse. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the top players, to, as expected, Aaron Rodgers, like you said, MVP, uh, threw for over four thousand yards, forty eight touchdowns, only five interceptions, which is actually pretty high for Aaron Rodgers standards. Um, Devonta Adams finishes the number one wide receiver with thirteen hundred receiving yards, uh, eighteen TDs, one hundred and forty eight targets, which is a ridiculous amount. And then you got Aaron Jones, uh, I think what he finishes a number four running back, number six running back. He was right around that area, five, right in the middle. Um, yeah, I mean, over a thousand rushing yards, nine TDs. They re signed him during free agency 
And then you had a couple players stepping up, like Robert Tunyon emerging as a top tight end and uh, finishing top 10. And then a little bit of MVS and Alan Lazard in there as well. So you got some big name players. Um, really what they did right was, was their entire offense as a whole. They were the number one scoring offense in the NFL. They, they just looked so dominant last year. Um, it's there, there's nothing worse than, uh, up, you know, up by six with a minute left to go and the Packers get the football. And it's, the like, it's the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst thing ever. You're like, oh, great. We're going to lose this game. We're going to lose yeah. this game because they're giving Aaron Rodgers a minute to g- drive down, you know, the field for 80 yards and they're going to score a touchdown. And it's, it, that's like a minute for Aaron Rodgers is like a whole game for any other quarterback. He just gets it done. So, yeah, their offense, just high octane. It's just very, very good scoring offense. Uh, what they need to improve on, obviously, I think they need a wide receiver too. That's really everybody's opinion. You need a you need a better wide receiver too. So I guess what they did wrong, the big thing is dropping all those passes. Lazard and MVS really need to improve on that. Uh, maybe they bring in another receiver. I don't know. Uh, I don't predict them drafting a first round receiver. Um, I haven't drafting a center, and then. Hopefully, you know, the, the, the depth of wide receiver is large enough to where they can get a top talent second round, third round. So not to mention Devin Funches coming back. Uh, he opted out of the season, so he didn't get a chance to uh, to play with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Um, yeah, they, they, they really haven't made too many offseason moves. Other than re-signing Aaron but, Jones, yeah, which is th- big. That's the big one. That's yep. the big one. And it, I think that was the best move that the Packers could make. I know that yeah. they're going to be uh, in trouble when it com- comes to cap space, uh, especially at the end of this coming year, just because Rodgers needs a new contract. Adams needs a new contract. Yikes. I, I, it, it's it's going to be tough. Their top two players are going to need contracts at the end of this season. So re-signing Aaron Jones is kind of a bold move because you just drafted a running back. Yeah, last year in AJ Dillon, but you're, you know, you don't have enough faith. So I think it was a smart move in terms of going for the championship this year. Yeah, uh, Packers are going to be Super Bowl contenders again, and uh, I think if it ain't broke, you know, don't fix yeah, it. Don't fix it. Yeah, continue what you're doing. You're you're one game short of the Super Bowl, so keep doing your thing. Maybe on a different day, Packers win against the Bucks, but you know. I I really think that they're going to be a threat again. Uh, last two years in a row, they were thirteen and three. I can definitely see another thirteen and well, I guess it wouldn't be thirteen and three now that we have a seventeen game season. I can see a yeah. thirteen and four, fourteen and three kind of kind of scenario. At the yeah, around that area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think uh, honestly, there's not much more that they can improve other than the things that you touched on. Yeah, wide receiver yeah. two. Maybe a little bit of defense, drafting that center, like you said, yep. uh, after losing Corey Lindsley in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, for grade, I, I mean, it's they, they're almost perfect. So I'm giving them, I'm gonna say, just an A, thirteen and three, yeah. just a solid A. I, so, I couldn't agree more. Like you yeah. said, almost perfect. <laughs> yeah, one game perfect. away from the Super Bowl, yeah. and I think if the Packers made it to the Super Bowl. I think they could have beaten that Chiefs. I think they could have beaten oh, the yeah. Chiefs team. 
So yeah, I'm, I'm going to give him an A as well. I mean, almost yeah. perfect season. Good for them. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the Chicago Bears next. Uh, the Bears finished with an 8-8 eight eight record uh, as well. It's the same record that they had in the previous season as well. And they lost to the Saints in the first round of the playoffs. So not much to say here um, about the, you know, the Bears season as a whole, but um, break it down for me. Yeah, so it, it's, it, it was weird to me that they finished with an 8-8 eight, eight eight record two years in a row. For some reason, yeah. I just think they're worse than that. Uh, yeah. But... They they had some they had a really good end of the season. Uh, David Montgomery was a top three running back during the final like six weeks of the season. Yeah. Um, was very iffy at the beginning. Mitch Trubisky kind of had a prove it season there, and he did not prove it. So they dumped him and uh, picked up Andy Dalton, which was a very bold move. Um, Allen Robinson re-signing was a again the the probably the best move that the Bears could have ever done. He's a top ten receiver even under a bad quarterback because he's only had bad quarterbacks: Blake Bortles, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. Like, now you get Andy Dalton. Allen Robinson's like, all right, yep, this is just going to be my life. Uh, Poor so guy, man. He's, he, he deserves so much better. Yeah. You, you <laughs> really got to so feel bad because. Yeah. Oh God! Like. Yeah, you, you put them like put them on a team like Green Bay. Yeah, <laughs> like I know I know that they don't need oh another like wide receiver one. Like I don't know, but yeah. like put them on a team with a ridiculously good quarterback, and he can be the number one fantasy quarterback in the Quarter- yeah like, wide receiver. <laughs> or, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. yeah. I'm just I got quarterbacks on my mind. I mean, I, I, hands down, he is like he's up there with the most talented receivers yeah. in, in the NFL. So he he really is. He really is. And the fact that he is a top ten fantasy wide receiver, no doubt, with a bad quarterback. Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh, it's just so that's what I expect out of him um, next year as well. You get Darnell Mooney kind of emerging as a a, a capable wide receiver too. Um, Anthony Miller's there as well. Cole Komet, I think, was a good addition. Uh, just needs a little bit more NFL experience. He's still under Jimmy Graham on the depth chart. But uh, what they did right, great defense. You still have that elite defense that yep. you've, you know, that they're, they're known for. Um, I, I guess I like some of their, I like their run game. I like their receiving game. I like their tight ends. But what they did wrong, Quarterback. That's really it. That's what they need to improve on. Quarterback. Yeah. I think Andy Dalton is a terrible... I'm not going to say terrible move. I think it's a linear move. I don't see him doing much better than Mitch Trubisky. Obviously, uh, Nick Foles is about the same as Mitch Trubisky. You can't promise Russell Wilson and then give you Andy Dalton. Like, you can't do that. So... Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, is, the Bears need a quarterback desperately. And unfortunately, at you know, pick 20, I don't think they're gonna get a, a first round quarterback. So I'm gonna be looking for that second, third round, uh Kyle Trask, Kellen Mund kind of uh kind of I guess draft. I think that yeah. they're gonna they're gonna have a, a later round pick. Um to back up basically Andy Dalton and Nick Foles and uh, hoping they can solve this quarterback problem that they've had for many, many, many years because that's really what's holding them back. So, 
Yep. Yeah. If you you put a good quarterback on there, they're going to compete with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I think that I, I would put them at the same level as the Green Bay Packers. Bears will have a better defense than the Packers. They still have a a, a top fifteen running back, a top ten receiver. You just get them a good quarterback, and you know they're going to fight for that number one spot. So yeah, um, yeah, they not many offseason moves beside Andy Dalton, Allen Robinson. Um, yeah, just kind of re-signing some some key players on defense. Yeah, they also lost uh, Kyle Fuller too. So they that's lost something Kyle to mention. Yeah, as well. that's that that was a that was a tough tough blow there. But yep. you know, cap space is rough these days. So yeah, yeah, I, I think their defense is still going to be borderline elite. And uh, oh yeah, yeah, I expect a very similar record, maybe slightly worse. Uh, I'm going to give them a grade of. <sighs> C, I want to go C plus because the weapons are there. They're just not executing it correctly because of their quarterback. Yeah, I've got similar reasoning as you. Um, I'm going to be a little bit more generous with a B minus because I I really like, you know, I, I they they got a they got a good team. They just need a quarterback. That's yeah. that's really you yep. know all I, all I think they need. Um, and they, you know, they, they did the best that they could. We can't forget about the uh, the first six games of the season where they were five and one as well. That's true. Um, so they had a good That's start true. to the season. They had mm-hmm. a good end of the season. Just couldn't hang on to it in the middle. Yep. Um. So yeah, I'm giving it a B minus for that. B minus. That's good. Solid. Solid. Yep. Well, I don't want to say solid, but Decent. okay year for Decent. okay year for the Bears. Yeah. Dub Bears. Dub Bears. All right. Let's move on to the next team. Our hometown team. Yeah. Minnesota Vikings. Thrilled. Woohoo! I'm thrilled. <laughs> Yikes. Um. So the Vikings finished the season with a seven and nine record. They finished third in the NFC North. Uh. Before the season, they traded uh Stephon Diggs to the Bills. Huge loss, but we got a first round draft pick for it, and we drafted Justin Jefferson, who went on to break the rookie record for the most receiving yards in a season. So, a little bit of excitement for us, uh, Vikings yeah. fans. Win win. Mm-hmm. Um. And I mean, you gotta love it to see what uh, Diggs was able to do this season. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. I can't, I can't be it's mad perfect. at that. No, so you loved it. You love to see Diggs, uh, yeah, performing at a top level. Um, and we got one of the most exciting. Holy well, crap! I probably the most exciting rookie. In, yeah, in non quarterback. Yeah, non quarterback yep. rookie. So that was amazing. Uh, Vikings had a tendency of drafting uh, terrible receivers first round. Um, the most notable. <laughs> The most recent two receivers before Jefferson was Laquan Treadwell and Cordero Patterson. Oh now, Patterson is a good returner, and he he was great for the Vikings, but mm-hmm. he he was just he just didn't fit our offense. Laquan Treadwell, uh, I think he had in his two or three seasons with the Vikings, he had three catches uh, wow. total. So yeah, he was averaging about a catch per season. So when we drafted Jefferson, I was like, oh great, here we go. Jefferson's going to catch five balls for 70 yards and a touchdown this season. Yeah, he proved me wrong. Yep. <laughs> he really did. He really did. I uh, didn't have a lot of faith in him. It was definitely a win-win out of that trade because Bills get a, a number, you know, a top five receiver. Jefferson to the Vikings, that's a top 10 receiver. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really a, a win-win there. So, yeah, Jefferson's top player, Delvin Cook. The top player, um, Thielen, had 14 receiving touchdowns last season, so I would put him up there as a top player as well. Uh, he's not going to get that next year. He might not get half of that next year, just yeah. pointing that out. Um, other than that, you know, Kirk Cousins, he's a 
I think he finishes quarterback eleven uh, in fantasy. So yeah, a lot better than I expected. So better than better than I expected. Good job, Kirk. Yeah, <laughs> what, what we did right, Delvin Cook, Delvin Cook and Justin 100%. Jefferson. Those are the two guys that that carry the team. Uh, and yeah, it's it's just a it's a scary scary offense to go up against. I feel like going up against Delvin Cook and Jefferson. It's a little terrifying. Uh, yeah. What they do to improve on is basically everything else. So O-line has been disastrous uh, for my entire life. So 20 plus years. So sad. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it was really bad. Uh, defense is another big thing. Now Vikings lost a ton of key players uh, due to free agency and injuries last year. Daniil Hunter. Uh, top D line out for the entire year, lost Xavier Rhodes, uh, which is their top corner. So they had to play a ton of youngsters, which wasn't great. Didn't uh, didn't end well. So gave up some of them. I, I think what the fifth most passing yards per game, I want to say, and then also the uh, fifth least amount of sacks uh, in terms of of defense there. So. They need to improve all around on defense uh, as well as offensive line. Uh, didn't make too many offseason moves. They lost tight end Kyle Rudolph, which was, you know, kind of a shame. Um, but you know, Irv Smith is. Yeah, could, we're on the Irv Smith hype train over Irv here. Irv At least Smith. I am. Yeah, I'm on the Irv Smith hype train. So you definitely are. Uh, I, I'm excited about him, but I'm also skeptical just because it's the Minnesota Vikings. You got to be. Uh, you can't have nice things. So. Yeah. You know, uh, Kyle Rudolph going to the Giants, it's kind of a tough blow, but he was taking up a lot of cap space, so getting rid of him was kind of a uh, an unfortunate necessity. So, uh, yeah, otherwise, defensive players, you know, signed defensive tackle, linebacker. Pat Pete was probably uh, the biggest signing. Patrick Peterson, cornerback, uh, formerly on the Cardinals. That's going to, uh, I guess, boost the defense a little bit. Um, now, I know there's rumors of switching him to safety, but it sounds like he's going to play corner. Yeah, it's it, it was a very okay season. There was a lot of good things, but a lot of bad things, yep. which is why I'm giving him a grade of uh, C minus. Gave the Bears a C, like a C plus. I'm giving Vikings a C minus. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat with you. Uh, C minus, definitely a lot that needs to be improved, but yep. shows signs of life, signs yep. of excitement, so. just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, regular old Viking stuff. Yep, that's classic Vikings. All right, on to the last team in the NFC North division, the Detroit Lions. The Lions finished last in the division, obviously, for the third year in a row with hey. a record of 5-11. and 11. After the Lions lost to the Texans on Thanksgiving, the, the Lions fired coach Matt Patricia and recently hired Dan Campbell as the new head coach. Yep. Uh, also... A uh, little fun fact as well, Anthony Lynn, who is the head coach of the uh, Chargers, Chargers this last yeah. season, he is now also the offensive coordinator. So do with that, that information what you please. Yeah. I'm not super excited about that, but no. uh, we're recapping the last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 5-11. and 11. Uh, Break it down for me, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, 5-11. and 11. Another classic Detroit Lions season. Uh, top player is obviously Matthew Stafford. Um, mm-hmm. He was... Stafford's doing Stafford things. He's thrown over 4,000 yards, 26 TDs, which is a little bit low, and 10 interceptions. I would say that's a borderline classic Stafford 
uh, stat line. Yeah, but they got rid of him. They got rid of him. They got rid of Stafford. Yikes. So they uh, that probably the biggest news is traded Stafford for Goff. Lions also got a uh, third round pick and then uh, first round picks in 2022 and 2023 for the Ram- uh, from the Rams. So that's a pretty good deal. Uh, yep. They found the Lions because honestly, you lost Kenny Galladay, um, which I'll talk about more on. Your defense is terrible. You gotta basically in the next couple of years, you're you're just gonna stock up on draft picks and do a, I guess, complete overhaul. So you got a yeah. new head coach, got a new OC, got a new quarterback, got a ton of draft picks. You just rebuild. So uh, I, I guess in terms of top players, Galladay really wasn't there. Uh, he was injured most of the season. The next best receiver was Marvin Jones. He's gone as well to Jacksonville. Hawkinson was okay at the tight end. Uh, the biggest player, I would say, is DeAndre Swift, the rookie running hey. back that they signed in the second round. Um, yeah, 114 carries, only 521 yards uh, for eight rushing touchdowns, but he did have 350-plus receiving yards and two receiving touchdowns. Should have had three, but he decided to drop the pass on what, week one? Was it week one or week two? So, somewhere around there, yeah. It was yeah. one of the first weeks. So yeah. early on. Um, it's, you know, just rookies being rookies but he's someone i'm very much looking forward to this year uh but you know this ceiling's pretty capped because of the offense that he's on i guess the team that he's on uh yeah what they did right i guess getting a good deal for matthew stafford yeah uh, drafting deandre swift was a big thing yep what they did wrong or what they everything need to improve else on everything else their defense <laughs> yeah. he's the worst. Their defense is so bad. They gave up the most yards per game uh, average. Uh, they give up the third most passing yards per game um, and the fifth most rushing yards per game. So they, they're just, if your fantasy player is going up against the Detroit Lions, you are happy days. You are feeling great about that matchup. So, yeah, they need to improve on defense. They need to improve on receiver. They need to plan for a quarterback in the future. Not saying this year, but, you know, something to think about. Goff's yep. not going to be you the guy for very much longer here, uh, especially if you don't give him any weapons. So uh, the current receiving core for the Detroit Lions, uh, Brashad Perriman, Quintez Cephas, Tyrell Williams. Wow, what a, what, a, what a terrifying, <laughs> terrifying three. Um, yeah. yeah, all of those, I guess, two of those players, uh, Rashad Perriman, Tyro Williams, signed in free agency. Um, Quintus Cephas actually looked pretty good. If I had to pick any receiver on the lines, I might pick him just because I think he's looking promising. Yep. Uh, they did sign Jamal Williams to a two-year deal to back up DeAndre Swift because they are losing Adrian Peterson. That's what I believe the signing is. A lot of people believe that the Jamal Williams signing is to take a lot of receiving yards away from DeAndre Swift. I disagree. Um, Obviously, Williams is going to be involved in the offense. I don't think he's going to be involved enough to have a huge fantasy impact on DeAndre Swift. Um, Just because that, I mean, that's their future. Swift is now the face of the Detroit Lions, whether you like it or not. He is their top player. And they they got to roll with it. They they need to 
make him they they I guess try to try to do the best to make him a top running back. So I think Jamal yeah. Williams is just a straight up backup. Um he's gonna be involved in a little bit and it's gonna be slightly annoying, but I, I don't think he's gonna have a, as big of an impact as people uh expect. So yeah. that's really their offseason moves. Um very excited for the draft. I cannot wait for them to draft like a Jalen Waddle or a Devonta Smith. Oh, it's going to be so uh, fun. And then just defenders. Just yeah. please. The Lions. I, oh, you know what? Yeah. You know what? Lions don't draft defenders. All right? Yeah, make my, okay, make yeah. my fantasy team even better. Whenever I have a player going up against the Lions, instant start. I don't yeah. care if it's flipping <laughs> Kalen Balaj. I'm mostly, I'm going to think about starting him against the Detroit Lions. Uh, <laughs> off-season grade. Or I guess season grade, not off-season grade. I'm going to give a... I'm gonna give, if I give the Vikings a C minus, I'm gonna give the Lions a a D plus, and I will say it's most likely gonna be lower next season. I don't expect the Lions to do to do better than five and eleven. Yep, I, I'm giving them a solid D. Yeah, um, yeah, not not good, not great. <laughs> they're they're gonna <laughs> get worse for the Lions. Yeah, like you know, if they went five and eleven with Matthew Stafford and mm-hmm. you know Marvin Jones and and stuff there. I, yeah. I don't I don't I don't see good things for the for the Lions with Jared Goff. Absolutely so. agree. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap up our NFC North episode. Yeah. Uh come back next time. We got uh the rest of the NFC team grade episodes coming out uh within this next couple of weeks uh before the draft comes up. Mm-hmm. We'll have what another mock draft episode coming as well. So yep. yeah, tune in next time. We'll be back with the NFC East next. See you then. <laughs>